What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Bodybuilding Bros podcast. This is your boys, Tyler and Mike. Today, we've got an awesome episode in store. We're going to be going over some of the biggest myths in fitness and why they just irk us. (laughs) But before we do that, Mike, kick us off with some bodybuilding news. We got some news. We got some news this week. Um, Not a lot of it, but... As most of us know, the Arnold Classic is kind of what starts off the bodybuilding season, if you will. Arnold Classic is typically the first show that most competitors use to qualify for the Olympia. And then after that, it's pretty much back-to-back shows from there on out. So we'll be able to cover um, show by show as per usual. Um, But... Along with the Arnold Classic, we got news that Nick Walker will not be competing. Nick Walker does not feel ready to compete in the Arnold Classic um, physique-wise. As we all know, he did tear his hamstring, but he has made a recovery, if if not a full recovery. Um, So, yeah, he's out um, along with a couple other competitors, which just sucks. It just seems like they're just dropping like flies. Yeah. Guys that we were excited to see um, hit the stage early in the season. But he will be competing at the New York Pro. He is going for number two, win number two at the New York Pro. So that'll be sick. But no Nick Walker at the Arnold Classic, RIP, but excited to see him at the New York Pro. I love it. Yeah, man. I'm excited to see him hit the stage again. I think we were all a little bit bummed when he had to pull out of the Olympia that one oh, hurt. We both had him in our top five. Um, we both had him in top. Well, did you have him second three, or third? I think. We might have had him in top three, both of us. I had him in second. I had Derek and then Nick for my prediction. See, that's just – Mike was obviously really wrong because he didn't <laughs> compete. But anyway, well, we're going to get into some crazy well, myths for you guys right now. I'm going to kick us off with probably the most annoying, at least to me, myth in the fitness industry and that's spot reducing fat (laughs) guys i know you see the youtube videos i know you see the ads on tiktok and instagram and whatever else the commercial workout ab training doing crunches and sit-ups and whatever else is not going to make you lose belly fat okay the only way to lose belly fat is to lose fat in general off of your body reduce your body fat percentage and that's the only way fat's coming off of anywhere because you can't target specific areas of fat it's just the way it is it's just a matter of reducing your body fat as a whole and then it'll all come off accordingly i will say and this is kind of obviously from personal experience everyone's body will shed fat differently you're not going to lose the same fat in the same areas as other people at the same rate. I mean, I know when I'm in prep and I'm getting down to those final weeks, the last thing to go is my waist and my booty cheeks. That fat is the last thing to go on me. My arms and shoulders shred up real fast. My calves shred up real fast, but it's just that mid-lower section that takes a minute. So everyone's a little bit different, but... Mike, what's your personal experience, man? Where where do you see you carry fat? Where does it go first? 
Uh, definitely same in the glutes. Glutes is always, obviously, that is a high fat percentage mm-hmm. area for everybody. That's how yeah. the body's built. Um, but yeah, that is definitely the last to go. I will say I do love how quickly my quads seem to lean up when I'm in prep. That's always like, I guess that's always the first thing that I notice. Like that's always yeah. my first sign of getting lean is when those lines start to come in in my legs, um, which I love with the glutes that until I see them. those striations, those striations are always dead last. But, um, and then my core uh, seems to get lean very quickly, um, which is sick. It's nice seeing those ab veins. Those are- yeah, you keep those abs year round too, man. Like that you're, you've always got a good set of abs on you. Thank you. Thank you, bro. I do. I do yeah. stay lean. Um, part of that is definitely genetics. I can't take, you know, credit to say I work so hard every day. Um, a lot of it is genetics. They got the metabolism of a freaking squirrel. So that helps. But yeah, it's, it cracks me up, dude. I, there's so many people <laughs> who come up to me and just last week, a gr- girl at work came up to me and she's like, how do I get rid of this meat, this extra fat underneath by my triceps? And I'm like, I'm like, it's food. It's just food. It's not like, yeah. I'm like, you can add muscle there. If it's like, you know, maybe a little bit of loose skin, like you can add and put muscle there yeah. to maybe tighten everything up. But you're not, you cannot do a hundred tricep dips and just expect that specific weight on your triceps, your underarms to just disappear. It's not how it works. So I, I can, I explain that to her. I'm like, you need to be in some sort of caloric deficit so that your body starts burning its fat. Yeah. <laughs> when it burns its fat, it will come off where it wants it to come off. I'm sorry, but you do not have a choice. And, and she understood that everybody understands when I, when I explain it to them, but it is, it always does crack me up. Like, Oh, if I just do a thousand sit-ups, my, my belly will be gone. Oh, if I just do a hundred squats, all this fat on my legs will disappear. It's like, yes and no. Yes. Any, any form of working out, like understand this, if you're squatting, squatting is probably one of the most fat, the quickest way to burn fat. It so if you're looking to so lose much, weight, man. that's a full body workout, dude. Right. So if you're looking to lose weight in your stomach, do squats. I know that, you know, we are talking about this myth spot reducing fat. I know that seems weird, but that's how it works. You do exercises that burn fat, squats, deadlifts, high intensity circuits. Those things will burn fat the quickest. Yeah. And that fat will fall off, you know, where your body chooses yeah guys mike just went on the record and stated that if you want to lose belly fat you can spot reduce by squatting so <laughs> l's in the chat for mike on that one. this, this, this is why facts. context is important people okay you only spit facts on the bodybuilding bros pod all right but in all re- in all seriousness he did mention something that's very important in my opinion and that's because a lot of people do lose weight and then they end up with loose skin. Um, and so you can, you know, reduce the, I guess, visual appearance of fat by building muscle in those areas. Like he said it, right. if you've got that underarm fat slash loose skin that's been there because maybe you lost a ton of weight, if you build your arms up, throw some size, especially on those triceps, 
it's going to make that skin appear less loose because you're filling in that space. And so that is a great thing to just reiterate, you know, don't yep. be afraid to throw on the muscle because it really will make things look tighter for you. So I love that, man. Great point. Thanks yep. for bringing that up. Need Mike, to be said. your sure. next myth that just irks you? All right. This one, I guess, doesn't necessarily irk me super bad, but it's something that just I rub the wrong way. <laughs> this is something that I for sure thought when I first got into the gym, when I first started lifting, this was just like the talk of the town. This this little thing they call the anabolic window. For those that What's don't that? know, the 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 quote unquote anabolic window says that you need protein within your window, you have a half hour window after your workout, half hour window post-workout where your body is in peak, like peak state to process protein because it's just cooling off from a workout, but your blood's still going. And so you need to eat a ton of protein within that half hour after working out or else. And if you don't, or else you, did, your you didn't make any progress. You might as well have just slept the last hour and a half instead of gone mm -hmm. to the gym because it didn't count. So that is false. That is false. You do not need to hit. You do not need to shove 100 grams of protein every single day within half hour after your workout. The biggest thing for me is get your protein in every day. Yes. If you don't know how much protein you're in, the rule of thumb – I that always applies that is always 90% accurate is one gram of protein per pound of goal body weight. The yeah. reason I say goal body weight is because if you are 200 pounds, if you are a hundred pounds overweight, you do not need to be eating that many extra grams of protein. You don't need 300 it's grams of protein. You know? <laughs> right. That's so take your goal body weight or your healthy body weight, and one gram of protein per pound of that number. So yeah. that's the biggest thing. If you're hitting your protein every day, your body will utilize that protein, period, the end. You do not need a specific half hour. Is it good to eat right after a workout? Yes. Yes, it is. Yeah. Is it going to make or break your game? It's your protein. Nothing right. wrong with that. Not going to make or break your, your freaking Not going to make or break. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the biggest, I think – red flag of the anabolic window it's sold as 100 percent necessary if you don't you lost your gains sorry <laughs> try again tomorrow that's yeah, not right. it, guys and it definitely impacts lifters of different levels differently and so obviously if you're competing in the olympia and you've got your protein goals but also the timing of your protein is important that's going to play more of a part for you um, as opposed to someone who's just now getting into the gym or even been lifting for a couple years, the most important thing, like Mike said, just hit your protein goals for the day and you're going to be okay. You're not going to lose gains by missing the anabolic window. So just keep that in <laughs> mind. Keep grinding. You're going to make your gains. Just hit your protein goal throughout the day and you'll be all right. Um, Amen. Next one for me is going to be, no, ooh, 
This sorry, this is the one. This is the one. I almost I almost jumped the gun. I'm sorry. It's okay. Cardio only for weight loss. You can oh, only man. do cardio if you want to lose weight. Or lose weight. <laughs> if you want to lose weight, you can only if do you cardio. Want to lose your gains. That could not be further from the truth. Obviously, the way to lose weight is by burning more calories than you're eating. Okay? But people do not give credit where credit's due when it comes to exercise because weightlifting is going to burn a ton of calories. It gets your body working. It puts stress on your body and it is going to elevate your heart rate and give you those spikes that are optimal for weight loss. So if you want to lose weight, I advise you, don't be afraid to hit the weights but it also doesn't hurt to maybe do 10, 20 minutes of cardio after your lifting session. I always say to do your cardio after lifting because yes. you want to use your peak energy to lift those weights, to maximize um, your reps, your sets, all that sort of good stuff. So, no, cardio only is not going to make you lose weight. Um, if anything, it's going to make you lose muscle. And we don't want that because this is the Bodybuilding Bros podcast. We're making gains. We're getting big. We're getting shredded. Yes. Just like that. I did want to hit that point. This is not saying that you cannot warm up for your workouts with cardio. That is do that. Do that hundred percent. If it's a leg day and you, you know, a good way to warm your legs up, get some blood going is running on the treadmill for two, two to five minutes. Do it. It's just the main part of your workout does not or should not be an hour on the treadmill that is not going to do nearly as much is not going to make nearly as much of a difference as if you were to lift weights for an hour there is a big difference of lifting weights for an hour and doing cardio another thing that i love telling people when they're losing weight you know because they they expect me to tell them to walk on the treadmill at a freaking 15 percent incline for four hours. It's like, that's not the case. You do a 45 minute high intensity weight training and boom, you will lose it way faster. Another reason that is true is because with that added resistance, that added weight that comes via weightlifting, your body continues burning fat for one to two hours after you're done. When you're done with cardio, it's just body weight. So when you're done with cardio, your body stops burning fat immediately. The second you step off the treadmill, it's done. But with extra weight, that extra resistance, that puts your body in a state that it need, it continues burning fat after you're done working out, which is huge. How satisfying is it? You're done working out, but your body's still going nuts because you just freaking squatted for 45 minutes. You know, You squatted to reduce your belly fat. Yes. <laughs> Write it down. Take notes. Get your pens down, ready. No, but exactly, guys. Obviously, we're not saying don't warm up. Warming up is great. Hit the treadmill don't for a minute up. if you'd like to. Warming up for pussies. Just straight I'm to sorry. 215. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry for the language, everyone. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Mike, what's the next myth? Before you keep running that potty mouth. Yeah. Warming up is irrelevant. Right. Um, It's great for everyone. 
I do like this one. I do like this one. And as much information as is that is out there, I still have people ask me about it. And it's st- it's crazy to me that weights, lifting weights will make girls bulky or make them look buff, if you will. That is not the case at all. In fact, it is the complete opposite. Let, let, quick reminder, PSA to everybody. Lifting weights burns fat. Like, you do not just get bigger by lifting. You get bigger by eating food. Right. Weightlifting is burning calories. You do not gain calories when you're at the gym. <laughs> That's just keep this food for thought. When you are weightlifting, you are burning calories. And so when you eat, obviously, if you're in a deficit, you will continue to lose weight. But just by working out and lifting weights, your body is losing fat. And yes, it's gaining muscle if you're eating properly. If you're eating properly, you will gain muscle. But it's never, unless you're on ridiculous PEDs, you are not going to be bulky. Right. Like your your body's gonna tone up real nice. You're gonna lose belly. You're gonna <laughs> gonna lose belly fat. <laughs> you're gonna lose belly fat. You're gonna lose body fat, and it's always worth it. Ask yeah. I could. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, you're not gonna get bulky by accident. It's not like you're gonna go to the gym for a week and all of a sudden oh, I'm 200 pounds of pure muscle, six percent body fat. What did I do? No, I wish it's not gonna happen. Um, <laughs> There are physiological differences between men and women, obviously, right? And so obviously, men tend to, I'm saying tend to, have a better ability to put on muscle, right? Because of higher testosterone levels and other things. So men will be able to get bulky a little bit quicker um, if they are training correctly. That's not to say that women cannot put on muscle and get a, you know, substantial physique, if you know what I mean. You know, they can definitely do that. And it right. all just comes down to how you train and how you eat. So you're not going to accidentally get bulky. That's not how it works. If you want to get bulky, you sure can. You have that ability if you eat right and if you train right. So it's just, it comes down to goals, but no, you're not going to accidentally throw on 50 pounds of muscle. I wish. <laughs> I that's what I'm saying, dude. Every time someone's like, "Man, I you want to like I just wish I could lose these 10 pounds." I'm like, "Bro, I will take them. I will take all 10 of those pounds. You just pass them over, bro. I will." I have heard Mike say that in person before. He's not lying. He will take anyone's extra poundage. So, line up, go see him. Send it up. Mm-hmm. I'll put my address right. in the link below. Anyway, <laughs> um next <laughs> Myth. (laughs) Next myth we got. No carbs for weight loss. Guys, I cannot stress this enough. And before I go into this, obviously everybody's body is different, right? But the rule of thumb. Say it again for those in the back. Everybody's body is different. Rule of thumb is if you want to lose weight, be in a calorie deficit. You do that by taking in less calories than you are burning. That is how the body works. That's how it's always worked, right? 
And so people make carbs out to be the enemy for no good reason. You see all the ads, you see the V shred and all that other stuff. It's like, how can I eat all of this food and still lose weight? It's because I don't eat carbs. Okay, bro, <laughs> relax. You're freaking adding in 100 grams of fat per day. That's not how this works. You're on PEDs. Anyway, you can lose weight while eating carbs. I know Mike is the same way. When we are in prep and we are trying to lose as much fat as possible, you are eating carbs with every meal daily. You're not still pounding four cups of rice. You do a little bit of carb cutting that last week, peak week, but that's more for water retention than anything. It's not for fat loss. So, guys, don't make carbs out to be the enemy. Like I said, everybody's body's different. If you enjoy a keto diet, it's something you can stick to. It's something that you can abide by on a daily basis. By all means, do it. But that's what we were saying. Everybody's body's different. Everybody responds differently to things. So if you enjoy a low-carb diet and you feel better when you're low-carb, I'm not telling you not to do it. I'm just telling you that carbs are not your enemy. If anything, they're your friend because they will give you that needed energy throughout the weight loss and fat loss process. Yep. You nailed it on the head. And I just want to reiterate it. Everybody's body is different. Everybody's body responds to different, you know, (laughs) fad diets, if you will. Right. So for those that are more, you know, insulin resistant, keto might be for you, you know, less carbs might be for you in terms of just overall health and energy throughout the day. But for me personally, I thrive on carbs. I love carbs. Carbs is, that is my energy. Like before the gym, like I'll come on here and say it. I love a bowl of cereal before the gym because it's just like quick, fast acting carbs, sugar, carbs, just don't even need a pre-workout. Just give me a bowl of Frosted Flakes, baby, and I'm ready to roll. Is Frosted Flakes your go-to? Frosted Flakes is my go-to, bro. Protein shakes, frosted flakes, and protein shakes, bruh. Whoa. That should go on a t-shirt. Is that that on a t-shirt yet? Well, that's crazy. I was just going to say that. No, but it's going to be on a t-shirt. It's going to be on the the bodybuilding t-shirt. Copywriting. Yeah, no, No, that's fine. I love it, dude. Like you said, everyone's body responds differently. But again, rule of thumb, if you're burning more calories than you're eating, you're going to lose weight. No need to make anything the enemy. Everything is just fine in moderation. Mike, what's your last myth, bro? Last one we got. <laughs> Again, guilty is charged, okay? But last one is working out cancels, cancels out eating healthy. If I have a good workout and I work super hard for 60 minutes, I can go have 17 donuts and McDonald's. And it doesn't, and it doesn't count. It just cancels from what I hear. Sounds good. Sounds right to me. I mean, sounds good to me. You do, I wish you that was that. right, man. Could you imagine? You just go hit a lift <laughs> and then you're like, all right, dude, I'm in the mood to pound a full box of crumble and no one's going to, no one's going to do anything <laughs> because I'm still losing weight because I worked out. Oh, I mean, please. before we even get into it, we've all done it. Okay. We've oh all yeah. Banger out and then went straight to you know party went straight to freaking dinner with family we went straight to date night with with the with the lover and just pounded some sugar bro yeah happens happens to all of us 
if it is a consistent thing, and by consistent, I mean like three to four times a week, your meal right after the gym is, Garbage. excuse my French shit, like you're going to see – you're going to see a difference and the difference is not going to be a very good difference. Yep. But um, does working out give you more room for calories? Yes. hundred percent because you're losing, you're burning X yep. amount of calories like we while you're saying. working out. Rewards are fine. Reward foods are fine, but just prioritize your healthy stuff first. Yeah. Eat your good food, have a bowl of, well, for me, have a bowl of cereal afterwards, after I get my protein in. There you go. I can go no. with cereal all day, baby. Absolutely, man. Yeah, guys, working out is not going to cancel eating poorly. I mean, like Mike said, right, if you – if it's every now and then, you know, obviously if you're on prep, you're not going to be doing that, right? You're going to be adhering to a very strict diet, but we're also speaking to people that are – into general health and fitness. If it's happening every now and then, don't stress about it, but don't believe that you are canceling it out, right? Mike obviously said, when you work out, you're burning more calories, right? Which is true. So keep that in mind. But also if you're tracking calories and you're counting your macros and all that sort of stuff, do not... Do not let your workout increase your calories for the day if you already have a calorie goal. You know, right. stick to that, stick to your goal. Um, and that is going to be the most efficient way um, to lose your weight. Obviously, if you're trying to bulk, then if you're having these meals more often, it's not as big of a deal, right? But we're talking more in a cutting phase. Try to keep it in moderation. Keep it down. Not canceling anything out. You're going to gain weight if you eat poorly, whether you're working out or not. So just keep that in mind. Um, people who eat cold cereal after your, their workouts, I just don't get it. I don't understand it. <laughs> it makes me sick. Um, you haven't even tried it. It'll change your life. I promise. Okay, I'll do it. You convinced me. never go back. Okay, okay Taylor, did you hear that? Mike's convincing me to eat poorly after my <laughs> workouts. <laughs> oh, that's right. Top three cereals, go. My top three? Yes. Okay, here we go. Reese's Puffs, um, Fruity Pebbles, last nice, one. Last one. Give me some Lucky Charms, bro. I love some Lucky Charms. People are like, oh, you just got to eat the marshmallows. No, the little crispy dudes, the little cardboard bits, they balance out the sugary rush Not of the marshmallow. without the plain ones. I agree 100%. You got to have it in there because it gives you that diversity. I don't want all mushy. I want a little crunch. First off, I am so glad you said Fruity Pebbles because that is an unpopular opinion. I, I think Fruity it, Pebbles or Fruity Dino Bites, if you will, are fire. You just got to eat so them good. You just got to eat them fast. You can't be eating it, watching TV, taking a bite every two minutes. You're going to get into mush. I mean, you've got to yep. – that is your target. Hone in. Yep. All, you, all you ladies eat it. all you ladies and gentlemen out there that eat like birds and eat just little sips at a time, nope. Fruity Pebbles, Fruity Pebbles aren't for you. for you, bud. But for all you athletes out there and warriors, 
pretty pebbles all day, baby. <laughs> Amen. Amen. <laughs> Top and... three, Frosted Flakes. I got to go with freaking Golden Puffs, dude. Golden Puffs are so underrated. They are so good. That's not a bad cereal. It just sucks that your pee smells like Golden Puffs after, but Frosted Flakes, Golden Puffs. Ooh, and it's a close tie between Fruity Pebbles and Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Dude, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Oh, I forgot about Cinnamon Toast Crunch. That's definitely my mention. Cinnamon Toasters. I got to be in the mood, but when I'm in the mood, never misses, bro. Oh, dude, when you're in the mood, you can can pound that stuff easy. And another honorable mention, Honey Nut Cheerios with a drizzle of honey. That is... That's the real deal, baby. If you're in bulk season, hey, get into it. If you're cutting, don't do it. If you have blood sugar problems, also don't do it, okay? Anyways, guys, I think that's the perfect note to leave off on. Uh, Don't be afraid to hit us up, comment on the video, comment on our Instagram with any questions, or if you have a fitness myth you'd like us to discuss. So thank you, as always for giving us a listen and stay swole, get after it this week. We'll see you guys next week.